Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. We'll check in with Malika Andrews from The Mothership, NBA host, joining us from Denver. The Nuggets favored by nine tonight. Trying to close out the Miami Heat. Reggie Miller will make his Monday pit stop as well. Sharing some big book-related news today, the occasionally accurate annals of football, the NFL's greatest players and plays and scandals and screw-ups, plus stuff we totally made up. Coming to a bookstore near you in September, but you can pre-order the book that I've written with uh, the Emmy Award-winning writer from The Simpsons, Joel Cohen. It's great, fun, great experience. I think you'll love the book, but you can pre-order the book right now. Go to danpatrick.com. It officially comes out in September. We'll get to phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question for hour two is going to be, do you want to clean up hour one, Seton? And then we'll go to hour two's poll question. Well, yeah, right now, uh, most of the audience, about 60%, say the Heat have no chance no to chance. come back no rather than low chance. Buddy. Low chance. Yeah, I've adopted low chance, not no chance here. Our two poll question. Paulie what? just sent this one over. Okay. I'd rather be the greatest men's tennis player of all time or one of the top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time. Okay. Yes, Paulie. So let's say Novak Djokovic or whoever you consider the greatest of all time at tennis or Serena Williams for her sport, uh, the greatest of all time in a sport that's maybe not as popular in America. Or you could be Drew Brees. Probably top 10 all time. Not the greatest of all time and not in danger of being called that, but he's got a ring. He's an American sports hero and or the greatest in a different sport like golf, tennis. Well, here's the problem. Well, if you said I could be Jack Nicklaus or Tiger Woods, I would take that over Drew Brees. All right, I'll stay with tennis. Then. Okay. Uh, Novak Djokovic is, what, 36? Does that sound about That's right? That's right. And he's got 23 Grand Slam titles. And let's say he has a couple more. Okay, is that going to make him the greatest player of all time? Even if you have the most Grand Slam singles titles, I don't know if he'll be recognized as the greatest tennis player, male tennis player of all time. Yeah, Paul. I think if you don't call him the greatest, you have to come up with arguments. You have to create arguments that he's not the greatest because scoreboard-wise, it's over, Johnny. Bill Russell has more titles than anybody, Absolutely. and he's not the greatest basketball player. But if you said who's the greatest winner in P- in tennis history, it's it's Djokovic, or you know, Jack Nicholas still has eighteen, right? Yeah, he, he's. I think people consider him the greatest of all time. It's close. Tom Brady scoreboard. Okay. Uh, when you're the greatest of all time, that's got to count for something. Regardless of what sport it is. You can't take away resume. Like some people would say Bjorn Borg, he was spotless for five years. and But he didn't do it for a long enough time. Or Yeah. I mean, I, it's open to interpretation there. Because you get old school tennis aficionados who would say Rod Laver. Um, but, I mean, Djokovic has done it in an impressive fashion. You know, Nadal has won so many times at the French Open that, that I... He could win five more of those, and I wouldn't consider him the greatest tennis player of all time. Even if he had the most, 
he's dominated really on one surface. It's when you kind of sprinkle in Australian, U.S. Open, Wimbledon, French, you know, being a great player all around. It'd be like if you won a golf tournament. The only place you won was Augusta. You didn't win on other courses around the world. Uh, Nadal is a specialist. Great player. Fun to watch, but not in the conversation that you would have with Federer or uh, Djokovic, Pete Sampras, Rod Laver. Yes, Todd. But even if you're considered arguably the greatest, there's something to be said in a non-team sport. It's just you out there, and you walk into a room, and you're considered, if not the best, one of the top three in a sport that doesn't require anybody else that contributed to you your You would rather be Novak Djokovic or than Drew Brees? Yes. Okay. Anybody else? Who wants to be Drew Brees? Nobody wants to be Drew Brees. Everybody wants to be uh, Djokovic. Yes, Marv? I'll take Drew Brees. Okay. Well, that wasn't an emphatic, like, of course I'm going to take Drew Brees. You, it's almost like you're feeling sorry for him. I'll take Drew Brees? Oh, <laughs> there, that sounds so much more definitive. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Paul? I, I think I'm leaning towards Brees, even though I, I, I like tennis. I don't love tennis. Love football. And Drew Brees will go down in history, especially in New Orleans. And, but yeah, he, but Djokovic is going to go down in history around the world. Yeah, it's close. It's To me, it's close. Do I want to be... I think it's because we love... If you love tennis, I would love for somebody who is all in on tennis who would then say, no, I'd rather be Drew Brees than that. I would find that interesting. But I would expect somebody in tennis would say, are you kidding me? He walk, walks into a room, there's the greatest tennis player of all time. As opposed to Drew Brees. Oh, Drew Brees. He's not as tall as I thought. And then it'll be, oh, and he won a Super Bowl. What's he doing now? So you might not get the hero's welcome outside of New Orleans that you would if you're going in as the greatest tennis player. If you go to a party and Djokovic is there, it'll be like, man, is that the, that's the guy. He's how many? How's he got? The 20, the 23. Wow. Okay. Should I go over and say hello to him? Yes, Mark. You know what? I know Drew Brees has a Super Bowl ring, but Dan Marino may have more cachet when he walks in a room than Drew Brees. Oh, sure. Oh, we're doing cachet rankings? <laughs> I don't know. I could do a month on that. <laughs> cachet rankings? Okay, would you rather be Drew Brees or Dan Marino? Dan Marino. Yeah. Uh, oh, This is so awful because Dan Marino is so super badass. Like, there was a time when he was... Oh, I'd rather be Dan Marino. I know, but I can't choose to not have a ring. I would, I could understand it. I would accept it, but I don't think I could choose it over being the best ever. He's not. There's very few quarterbacks who have changed the game. Yeah. Dan Marino changed the game. Very few who did. And he certainly did. It's a frustrating debate. Yeah, Marv. All these guys right now, they're breaking Dan Marino's record. I know. (laughs) Yes, Todd. But you're still a Hall of Famer. You got that tan. You got that David Hasselhoff <laughs> curly hair. Good looking guy. Yeah. He walks into a room. That's Dan Marino. Oh, I get Marino's hair? Why not? No, you get to be Marino. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't mention the hair. No, you get to be Marino. Well, Drew's got hair. Well, but, <laughs> but, but he does. Yeah. He doesn't have Marino hair. I'm not making fun of Drew Brees' hair. Believe me, me, I can't make fun <laughs> of anybody's hair. But Dan Marino's hair is like. Oh, yeah. Now, Dan Marino's in the room, you know he's in the room. He, he, he comes in and it's like, okay. He looks like he you know, came out of a movie. Yes, Tom. Just got to ask yourself, think about what the average person's reaction would be. If like, there's Dan Marino as opposed to, oh, I think that's Drew Brees over there. I think that's the difference. Right there. <laughs> Drew gets to go back to New Orleans when they do the, you know, the Super Bowl team, and he's the focal point. They, yes. So pay what? Man. Dan Marino can go into any room around the country. He could walk into the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl reunion. They'd be like, hey, Dan Marino's here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Marino could have showed up at the White House with the uh, Chiefs when they're there. Yes, uh, yes, Mark. There's people still wearing Dan Marino jerseys right now. Well, they they haven't had great quarterbacks where you go, now I'm going to switch to another jersey. (laughs) Right, the Dolphins have done a good job protecting his legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're... Dan, we're not going to take any uh, quarterbacks who are any good because we want people to always remember Dan Marino. That was the plan? I think that might have been. Private, privately, it might have been. Has <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook been picked up yet? 
I thought, okay, I know he's been banged up, but the last three years, he's been pretty impressive here. And uh, I saw where he wants uh, more than $5 million a year. Dalvin Cook for $5 million a year? I'll take that. If you're the Buffalo Bills, Dalvin Cook, come on down, I'd think. But uh, I'm surprised. He's still in the end. Uh, D-Hop, as they like to say, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's still some negative stuff about him as far as being a football player. Because I try to keep it on the field, but that he he's just not the same player he once was. And I said, well, of course. But are you, he wants money. That would signify he is the player that he used to be. And I think that's where the disconnect is with some of these teams. Yeah, Pauline. You know, I feel kind of bad for Saquon Barkley because, you know, he's got that $10 million, is it a $10 million franchise tag he can sign? Yeah. But if he signs that, that's just you're pushing your career clock back a year. Yeah. And that's the worst thing for a running back. Like, a guy like him, if he could get three years, $30 million, he'd be that'd be the fantastic, guaranteed, and then walk off into the sunset with that. He also had first-round money, so he made some good dough as a yeah. rookie. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's such a the running back. I don't. It's weird. I don't. You shouldn't feel bad for a millionaire star athlete, but compared to the, you know, the, like the offensive lineman who blocked for Saquon Barkley, triple his salary. Well, the left tackle is going to make more than him. Yeah. I mean, imagine Saquon Barkley breaking the huddle, you know, and all of a sudden the quarterback who's going to hand it off to you is making, you know, three four times more than you are. The left tackle is going to make more. I don't know if they have any other skilled position players where they're making a lot more money than him, but he's got to be looking around or the guy who's going to tackle him is going to be making more than him. And you have to play the financial numbers here because the clock is ticking on how much of a window you have to be able to play this game. And I think he's thinking, look, I could get hurt again. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got a one-year deal. Broncos are not interested in Dalvin Cook, I don't think. Fritzy, is that right? Yeah, that's one report from Mike Kliss, a longtime uh, individual who covers the team for Denver 9 News, says they don't appear interested in uh, going after Dalvin. Yeah. And the Dolphins, a lot of people think that that would oh, be yeah. the best place yeah. for them to go. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was talking to somebody who's aware. Uh, he's, uh, he's informed on uh, Tua with his uh, jujitsu and learning how to fall and all that stuff. And uh, I said, well, explain it. He said, you know, they're teaching him how you fall and that you can avoid injury. And I said, but uh, answer this question for me. Let's say Micah Parsons runs in and grabs Tua and then is going to tell Tua how he's going to land and where he's going to land. If you said, hey, I'm going to fall and I'm going to fall and it won't hurt as much, that's one thing. The defender doesn't go, hey, I'm going to have you fall this way so you don't get hurt. They're not thinking that way. I mean, Tua is small. The defenders aren't taking the class. They, they were, they're not attending <laughs> judo class? No. Let me, let me learn how to tackle Tua. I mean, come on. I, I hope he succeeds. I hope he's healthy. But, I mean, stop with this. He's learned how to fall Quarterbacks have a hard enough time learning how to slide, let alone now you're going to learn how to fall when somebody tackles you? Oh. But hey, it's a story. The media bought into it like, man, yeah, he's learned how to fall. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Lincoln, New York. Hey, Link, what's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and gentlemen. How are you guys? Great, great, great. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, we're going to go to high school sports. The best of the weekend is going to be the back-to-back Class D New York State Championships, the girls' softball team winning. Uh, that puts them seven out of the last eight years of winning a title. Uh, we're going to put an asterisk next to the COVID year there. Uh, what's exciting about all that is is um, these girls have a lot of young girls Graduating to a lot of young girls coming up. Can't wait to see it. Uh, my daughter gets in that mix next All year. All right, Link. Let's move along. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Worst of the weekend is the boys missing out on the back-to-back. Uh, no, no, Link, guys. Link. Call Boomer and Carton or whoever those guys are. Boomer and Geo. Call them. I, they could probably help you a little bit more. 
I don't need back-to-back with the boys and girls there. Yes, Mark? No high school baseball analysis from you? No, because I don't know these schools. But uh, hey, congratulations. It's just we're a national audience. Only to the girls, not to the boys. They missed out. Yeah, they did miss out. Miss out. Jonathan in Compton. Hey, Jonathan, what's on your mind? I was just wondering uh, what you kind of thought about the whole Austin Reeves and Taylor Swift deal going on. Who's having a better 2023 than Austin Reeves? I don't know if it's official or not. I know that they were hanging out maybe in Arkansas, which is where he's from. It's just casual. But I would say, I know. (laughs) I know. He's about to have a terrible 2025, though, when the song comes out. Yes, yes. They're going to be writing songs about Austin. And then when he goes into every building... They're going to be playing those songs by Taylor Swift. You got to know that going in. Tay-Tay is probably going to write a song about you. And it probably (laughs) doesn't end up well. Better blood? What's going to happen to them? But Austin Reeves is having a pretty good year. Uh, He's going to get paid and uh, reportedly uh, keeping it casual with Taylor Swift. Yes, Paul? Paul, question. Would you rather date Taylor Swift or play for the Lakers? You can only pick one. Oh. Well, if I play for the Lakers, then I could date a Kardashian. It's like mandatory it's in your yeah, contract? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think one of the Jenners showed up with all of the NBA players that are sister. Was it Kendall showed up or Kylie showed up with who Kendall's been dating and wore a T-shirt or a shirt that had like Devin Booker on there and Ben Simmons and yes, yes. My- yeah, I've been on top of this story. <laughs> yes. So it was Kim and she wore. Oh, Kim did. Oh, yeah. okay. My bad. And I was like. If Kendall really wanted to, Ooh. like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Somebody's got some little bit more. We could return fire there with, oh, with Big for, Sis. For sure. Who's yeah. the highest valued Kardashian slash Jenner? I'm not up on this Kylie. like Marvin is. Kylie's a billionaire. Yeah, I'm oh. going to go with Kylie. Yeah. 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 Kendall, starting five. That's It's such a good shirt, though. <laughs> it it's a really good shirt. <laughs> She's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. It was it was it was funny. At least I thought it was. No, it's funny to everyone. You know, Kardashian humor. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm all in on that. Yeah. Uh, as long as long as they don't pick on Chloe, that's all I care about. Starting I, uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> Kim may have an entire lineup there. She's got a st- offensive line. Whoa! Let's take a break. Uh, Malika Andrews from the Mothership will join us from Denver. Uh, does she think it ends tonight? She sat down with uh, the Joker, the challenge of interviewing the Joker. We'll talk about that coming up next. More phone calls as well. Best and worst of the weekend after this. The number of people that I run into now who have bought Traeger grills because of this program is really amazing. Now, it's a testament to it's a great product that you listen to their show, you believe in what we tell you, and also, if you're here for Meat Friday and you see what comes off those grills, it is great. And you can, you can make the same meals. We have all the recipes at danpatrick.com. But now's the time to join the Traeger hood. Wood fire difference, and you could see and taste for yourself. Premium hardwood pellets. They have great sauces. They have versatile rubs. And that's all part of the whole Traeger hood. And uh, right now... You can save 20% off their smart thermometer. Uh, the timing couldn't be more perfect on this site. They have so many great deals. If you go to Traeger.com, it's T-R-A-E-G-E-R, Traeger.com, and you uh, do this before June 21st. Get the uh, deals that are great in time for Father's Day and use the promo code DP Show at checkout for free shipping. Happy grilling. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Then we'll talk to Malika Andrews from The Mothership. Dan, right now, 60% of the audience would rather be one of the top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time than the greatest male tennis player of all time. Okay. Uh, and we also put up there, uh, the Heat right now have no chance of coming back in the series or low chance of coming back. And that's still at 59% no chance. You have to say low chance. You, you can't say, say no chance. chance. We always get in trouble that way. ESPN reporter and host Malika Andrews leading the coverage for her show NBA Today. Live on site from Denver. Game 5 tonight. Tip off 830 Eastern on ABC. Malika, thanks for joining us. Uh, give me the game plan as you go into an interview with the Joker. You had great questions, but you know you're going to be like Bam out of bio trying to guard him here. Bring up horses. That's that's thing number one. It's something that we have in common, and so I feel like that has it had to be on the list. And I was asked several times if if horses was going to come up, and I had to say absolutely. But um, no, I, you know, for 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 me, I feel like. The, the general audience is still getting to know Nikola Jokic a little bit, which is wild to say about a, a two-time MVP, about a player that has been an all-star over and over, that's one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player that is playing right now. I feel like his personality, we are still getting to know little glimpses of it outside of the horses, outside of the, the Sombor shuffle or the Sombor sling or whatever you want to call it. And so for me, it was just like, how can I get this guy to tell some stories? Um, because I know that they are great. I know that he always has his teammates laughing and chuckling. And, and he's what he does on the court, Dan, is just it's so insane that how can we get to know this guy a little bit better? And sometimes great players can't describe what makes them great. That they yeah. don't they just do it. It's it's reactionary. And plus, I don't know if he wants to. I don't know if you've sat down and interviewed somebody who is that apprehensive 
to talk about legacy or any, you know, he, he wants to deflect, but I, yeah. I mean, he fits in a small category. Everybody's about their brand. And let me tell you how great I am. He doesn't want any part of that. No, I, I fully believe that when Nikola Jokic is done playing basketball, he is going to be done playing basketball. It's so clear what's important to him. It is his daughter. It is his family. It is his brothers who show up every game and you can hear them no matter where you are at in the arena. Um, it, it It is his teammates. And it's winning, but it's not winning in a way that he needs to talk about it every single day. And that's part of what makes him remarkable, especially in this age, like you talked about. When I asked him about, you know, his he wants to talk about his teammates. That's the thing. When you ask him about himself, he is always going to say, well, this is how someone else helped me to get to this point. He even talked about it in his general media session yesterday when he was asked about winning and who he wants to share it with. He says it's the people that have always been there. He's the guy who hangs with his day ones, and that's it. And that's what he's going to continue to do. Plus, if you're around athletes from war-torn countries, there's mm. no nonsense about them. Like they, you know, Giannis was, oh, you know, is this a disappointment? This is somebody who grew up having one meal a day. Like, you know, yeah. I, I know disappointment. I know struggle. I know adversity. Yeah. Their, their perspective is different than ours. There's just a unique appreciation, it seems, for what a player like Nicola, a player like Giannis, who I've had the great privilege of interviewing over and over, a perspective that they keep that I think maybe comes from a place of we weren't always told that this was going to happen. We were not put into a funnel when we were a 10, 11, 12, 13 year old playing in AAU basketball. And don't get me wrong, it is incredibly difficult, as you know, to make the NBA. There is no uh, sure bet, just like you were talking about, you can't say for sure the Miami Heat are counted out tonight. There's no sure bet you're going to make it to the NBA. But there is this inherent belief that's been fed to many, many young players that wasn't fed to someone like Nicole Jokic. And sure, in part, that's because he was playing water polo up until he was in his mid teens, right? And that's part of where we get these incredible passes from is the other sports that he played. Um, but I think that, that that's a big part of it too. He's centered around something that isn't just making the biggest contract that he is going to make in the NBA. Uh, we had a conversation yesterday about, if I could, about he almost, when, when Nicola was drafted, 41st, as everyone knows, a Taco Bell commercial was playing when he was drafted, <laughs> right? And we didn't even get to see the footage playing on live television because he was drafted 41st overall. So he's drafted and he actually, he didn't plan to come over to Denver. He planned to stay over in Spain. He basically had a contract that was essentially signed with the Spanish team. He was playing for Mega at the time. Um, and the Spanish officials they came to watch him play. His plan was to be stashed for a couple of years. And as we know, sometimes players who are stashed, they never make it over to the NBA. He had the worst game of his life, he says, when those Spanish officials came to watch him play. Four points, three rebounds, couldn't defend, you know, a broomstick. And so the Spanish officials said, we're good. We don't want this guy. And only then did he say, all right, I guess I'll report back to Denver. We might not have wow. seen this guy play. Like, that's what we're talking about when we talk about Nikola Jokic. And now he is dazzling on the highest stage and his one went away from the franchise's first title. And I think that's the real benefit of all of this. We're talking to Malika Andrews, ESPN host, uh, NBA Today Live, on site from Denver. Uh, that'll be a uh, tip-off tonight, 8.30 Eastern on ABC. That we're almost forced to watch him. Because you have to go out of your way to watch him. And even at the mothership, you're not leading with Denver highlights because what are you going to show? Uh, yeah. A nice crisp bounce pass. <laughs> and, and so he's caught up in the highlight culture. But this forced everybody when he played the Lakers. Now you have to watch him because you're tuning yep. in for the Lakers, whether you love them or not. And then yep. by proxy, you the number of people have been like, man, he is good. <laughs> right, <Lil Wayne. laughs> yeah, he won two MVPs, but they almost had to see it to, um, yeah. to validate. Like, yeah, he is really good. He just is yeah. economically great. And when you say, like I had to, I yelled at uh, Kendrick Perkins um, through the TV. <laughs> I when do he, every day. <laughs> yeah, when he's saying, oh, he's, you know, he's padding his stats. I'm going, there's 50 players in the NBA who took more shots per game than yeah. he did during the regular season. 
he is that, incredible. That's efficient. not padding your stats. No. <laughs> the one we kind of all joke about, right, is the one rebound in Phoenix where it's like, oh, okay, like maybe we're gonna go there. But no, that's that's <laughs> not what this that's not what this player is, right? I do think Nick Lee, which I've been really lucky. So my first ever internship uh in the business was at the Denver Post. It was Jamal Murray's rookie year. And so I was lucky to get a glimpse of what that team was going to look like that de- then. And it was vastly different, right? This was the Jameer Nelson, the Gary Harris oh, wow. uh yeah. uh team with whether or not Jamal Murray is going to be able to, to exist in this ecosystem. And then my very first Christmas Day game was for ESPN Sidelines was in Denver. But I do think Nikola Jokic, I don't want to um, overly defend my colleagues, but I, I do think he's a player you have to see in person to fully appreciate because I can tell you on TV that a little touch pass in game one to Aaron Gordon, I'm sure that that resonated no matter where you are. But seeing it in person, there was this like collective gasp of the entire audience. And this is Denver Nuggets fans who have been watching this guy play since he came into the league of like, how did he defy physics that way? How does that (laughs) even work? And so there's just your appreciation for what he can do gets taken to another level when you watch him in person because um, he isn't going to be the sexiest dunker. You know, he talks about how he couldn't do a push up right when he came into the league. He had to work with Felipe to get his conditioning uh, to where it is now. But my God, when you watch the complete game that he puts together, he is up there, you know, with the greats. Yeah, we talk about basketball IQ. You can actually see IQ when you watch him because they're just little things that he does and he plays the angles. I'm always telling my guys that there's certain guys who see the game in a different way than we do. And that's why they're amongst the greatest of all time. They just see angles. They they see openings. They 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 learn how to take advantage of all those things. And, you know, then I'm looking at the Miami Heat. We gave them credit for the Heat culture and all the undrafted players, but then it feels like the undrafted players are playing and showing you why they shouldn't have been drafted because they're not able to kind of keep this up on a consistent basis. What What is missing from Miami? What has been missing in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure, you know, I think, right, Richard Jefferson has his recipe for success. You need two games from your stars, you need one game you're not supposed to win, and one game from your others. And I think that whether or not your others are undrafted is is somewhat irrelevant, but at Miami, you know, I, w- I wonder, I know Jimmy Butler says, you don't care about my ankle health and neither do I, so it's not going to be an excuse. But when you watch the Milwaukee series, the way he was driving, the way he was attacking, and even on his drives in game four, he oftentimes would then kick it out. And so I do wonder a little bit if, you know, the greatest, I believe, arguably the greatest individual Jimmy Butler game we saw was game five in the NBA bubble. Um, I was lucky enough to be there when he's hanging over the stanchion, essentially plays all 48 minutes and wills this Miami Heat team that was hurt, that was struggling uh, to force the Lakers to a game six that they ultimately lost. I just wonder if Jimmy has that. I know Jimmy doesn't care if I wonder or you wonder (laughs) whether or not he has that. But I, I have to ask that question. Because as much as you need a game from a Gabe Vincent, from a Max Struess, from a Duncan Robinson to be able to contribute and give you that extra pizzazz, it's got to start with Jimmy. And he hasn't been at the level that he has been. And he says he's fine. So you've got to take him sort of at face value for that. But you have to wonder if he has one more left in the tank because that's what it's going to take. The biggest story in the offseason that intrigues you the most, Dame Lillard, Chris Paul, James Harden, um, Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, and Kyrie. Out of you those, know? out of those four, who is going to make the biggest headline? Who's going to make the biggest headline? Probably Kyrie Irving, um, just because the combination of teams and and the player that he is. My personal curiosity. I am very curious about Chris Paul. Right, we're talking about a, a future Hall of Famer um, who hasn't quite gotten to the mountaintop yet. Um, you don't think and- Dame is traded? I mean, Dame said over and over again, Portland, 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 Portland. The day that Dame is traded, I will be surprised. I will be. Uh, just because it's not because I, I think it's impossible, but because we've sort of heard this chatter so many times before, I'm a little bit at the point of, I'll believe it when I see it. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just more about there's been so many conversations like this for so many years ramping up to this yeah. point. 
and it doesn't feel like it's ever gotten to that inflection and, and just gotten there. And so I, I sort of feel the same way this year. Kyrie stays in Dallas. Yeah, I think Kyrie stays in Dallas. It, it makes the most you know financial sense for him, and I think that they need him. They Luca is on the clock. They need to prove that they can keep stars, keep Kyrie happy, and get to a point that they can win. They need to go out and get some defensive anchors. They need to go out and fill or, fill around. But I think that Kyrie Irving should stay in Dallas. Why would James Harden want to go to Houston as opposed to staying with a team that has and... can contend? <laughs> If I had that, if I had that answer, I think I would be more of a betting woman. But uh, if my 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 best understanding, right, is that he went to I, I covered him in Brooklyn. He went there to win. He went to Philadelphia to be in what he felt was a less volatile locker, more apt to win situation. It didn't totally work. There was enough butting heads with with coaching staff with with this and that. That at some point, you know, he happiness rules the day. And in Houston, he will be welcome back, it seems like, with open arms. Um, but the question that will follow him there is then is the window on winning just closed? Because clearly Houston, even hiring a great coach like Ime Udoka, just doesn't seem to be in that position at all right now. Did you ever get knocked over when you were doing sideline? <laughs> Um, yeah, I have actually, I'd gotten ball in the head, but it didn't fully, didn't fully knock me over. I've gotten taken out by Richard on set, um, but never been fully knocked over (laughs) just by just ball in the head. Uh, we want to attach Chris Paul to the Lakers because that, that gets clicks. Are are you, are you attaching Chris Paul to the Lakers? I'm not so sure. I mean, first of all, I don't think the Lakers are going to do and, and, you know, you need Bobby Marks on for all the financials of all of this, but they did a, a three star and I know it's a vastly different player, but they did the three star experiment with, with Russell Westbrook, LeBron and Anthony Davis. And so depending on how those financials work out and what they can keep, which I'm, I, I would need to look at. They've learned their lesson there. I believe that's they're not going to sacrifice depth, and that's by the way, that's a that's a decision that more and more teams are going to have to make now with the new CBA. Essentially, you're locked into two stars and then filling out. If you get three, it's really really hard to fill out the rest of the team. So I would be a little bit surprised because of that, and then also we've seen LeBron team up with with his you know banana boat brethren, uh, Carmelo Anthony being one of them players he's close to. And it hasn't always panned out the way that we all maybe thought it would. Yeah. And so I think between those two things, I if that happened, if Adrian Wojnarowski reported that, I looked down at my phone, I would say, oh, sh-. I, <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, of course, duh. Like, I saw that coming. Great stuff. Uh, have fun today and uh, tonight. And thanks for joining us, Malika. Thanks so much, Dan. By the way, Nikola Jokic, new horse, win or lose, he says. I like that. I like, what's he going to name the horse? That's what I want to know. Dan Patrick, duh. No, I would think, (laughs) I would think Jamal. I like it. Although then when you get into the ride, you know what? We're just going (laughs) to. I'm going to get on Jamal. Um, You're right. Malika Andrews, the mothership, uh, NBA Today, live from Denver. Game five tonight, tip off at 830 Eastern on NBC. <laughs> yes, Seton, you have a puzzled look on your face. That was a good interview. No, oh, okay. Great interview. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. time we had her on. That's great. No, it's, she does a great job. You know, she got those knuckleheads she got to deal with on that set. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Richard Jefferson's a goofball. He's fun. He's a good guest. All right. Uh, we will give you our we will give you our best and worst of the weekend after this. We haven't received a package in a while, but when we do, it's a big day. We all gather around when the Panini cards come in. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show could be NFL, NBA prison packs, and we all stand around and open up the packs, and then we jump for joy. Available in packs or at Panini's public auctions, they're located on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. These are the official products of the NBA, NFL, FIFA World Cup, and. 
collegiate sports, also UFC. And you can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges to earn exclusive award cards and more. Keep an eye out on the uh, Panini NFT platform. New features coming next month. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Visit nft.paniniamerica.net. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Ten years ago today, we found out that Fritzy had been catfished. He thought he was uh, corresponding with Jennifer Love Hewitt, and or at least a representative of Jennifer Love Hewitt. At Wilshire Boulevard, Beverly Hills, it had the whole thing. Like, this must be a real person. And then we found out that um, maybe you got catfished. There was nobody there with Jennifer Love Hewitt reaching out to the show. It seemed like we were so close to getting her on, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. You okay? Not really. I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was really hoping that she'd come on the show. And then, that was uh, wild. You know? I don't know what we would do with her if she came matter. on the we show. Should, you figure it out. You're very talented. No, you no, no, no. You do this. You're like, oh, I, I, I reached out to Naomi Watts, and I'll go, <laughs> Why? 
See if she wants to be I in don't know. March Madness. Yeah. Oh, yeah charming. Madness. You'd figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You'd be fine. No, no, that's not fair to me. Yes, Paul. I, I do remember the details of this because Fritzy came in one day. He goes, uh, another person might be you joining did, us. Okay. You did not have anything to do with catfishing Fritzy. Fritzy came in one day and said that <laughs> he was interested. He goes, uh, I just want to let you know we may have Jennifer Love Hewitt later in the week. And you said, did we discuss having her on the show? Because we did not. No. Fritzy just uh, decided to book her to talk about Party of Five or something. And uh, or the horse whisper or whatever show she's on, and then <laughs> a week later, Fritzy goes, hey, "I go, what happened to Jennifer Love Hewitt? Because now we expected her on the show because he said he's coming on this week." And Fritzy forwarded me this email that was lightly worded with promises of her appearance on the show that she was a fan of us. Okay, the, the backroom it, it, guys, conspiracy theorists, think you catfished Fritzy ten years ago with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, huh, that's interesting. A yes or no? Oh, you're asking me? Did you catfish Fritzy 10 years ago? You guys answer first. If you think I did it. Seton? There is absolutely no chance Paul is going 10 years without taking credit for that. Ooh. There's absolutely no chance. And I don't think he would Ooh. do that. The fair, well, <laughs> no, 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 he would do it. Seton's right. Fritzy's wrong so far. If I did it, I probably would have. At 100, but he wouldn't have made it an hour without being like, you know, I did that. Yeah, the BRG said that uh, they think that you catfished Fritzy. And I said, I would have known about that. Mm. I would have known about that. I don't think you catfished Fritzy. Here we go. Did Paulie catfish Fritzy? I, I wish I had something to do with it. I wish I had thought okay. to have done All right. that. All right. um, yeah. I, I did try to find the person who did. Because I was like, I wanted them to come on air and tell that they did it and wasn't able to track them down. Mm. That would have been very clever. It was like Wilshire Boulevard, Suite 310, Beverly Hills with the right zip code and everything. And Best and worst of the weekend, Don. I'm going to start with you. Best. While Nikola Jokic had to sit for over five minutes in the fourth quarter after getting called for his fifth foul, Jamal Murray stepping up to lead the Nuggets to victory and a 3-1 series lead on the Heat. Murray has had 10 or more assists in his first four finals games. Worst which we mentioned and showed earlier. Also during game four, Conor McGregor got into a play fight with the Heat mascot. Poor Bernie had to go to the emergency room after being t punched twice by the UFC star. Yes, Paul. Could Jamal Murray, I'm asking this, can Jamal Murray steal the MVP from Jokic, Jokic tonight? I doubt it. What if he, because remember, he had an off-night shooting. What if Murray comes out hot, he gets the ball early, let's say he has, finished with 40. If, and, if Joker got in foul trouble. Right. And it had like uh, 15, 8, and 5. An off night. And Jamal Murray went off for 40. People are very reactionary Maybe. when they vote. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Seton O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, best of the weekend, Manchester City winning Champions League. My even more bester. Uh, we've mentioned a couple times with that movie, The Farewell. Tremendous movie. All right. Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend, Aaron Gordon scoring 27 points in their Game 4 win. Worst of the weekend, the Tigers losing to, to the Diamondbacks. Nine straight losses. That's your worst? You yeah. sound surprised that the Tigers aren't any good. I didn't know the Tigers were playing baseball. Okay. That's Did, not nice. I think the Oakland A's, they swept their weekend series. They won five straight. They're, in, they're incredible. Let's go. go yeah. Let's go to Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, this just in, Dan. The Houston, Texas will induct... Uh, Texans will induct the defensive end J.J. Watt into the team's ring oh, of honor on the fourth October first against the Steelers. Oh. Oh. His brother, his brother will be in town. Sure. Oh, T.J. Seems like that ring of honor has a lot of room at the Texans. I don't yeah. know how many how many deep that thing goes, but J.J. should get own his own swath of the stadium. So that's good news. Here's one that uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, there was a lot of announcements this weekend. And, you know, you check your phone, you get alerts. Actor Brian Cranston retiring mm. from acting. I saw. I was like, "Oh no, mm. this guy's crushing it! All he mm -hmm. does is make good, good product." Mm -hmm. And that's not true, Dan. And Brian Cranston had to correct people. We should actually have him on to mm. correct everybody. Mm -hmm. He said he's not retiring. He said when he, he realized he's about to turn seventy in three years. In three years, he'll turn seventy years old, which is shocking. I thought he's like fifty-eight. Um, he is going to take a year off, a complete year off, like phone off, social media mm -hmm. off. No acting gigs whatsoever. He and his wife are going to travel somewhere, travel multiple places, and it's going to be like a, a true sabbatical gap year, whatever you want to call it. But he's not giving up on acting. He's got projects in the tank, maybe even projects afterwards, but he will do a off year. Yes, yeah, 
Well, it's, that story struck me as weird because you don't have to retire from acting. You just say no to everything. Yeah. You don't actually have to say, like, form file papers or something and start collecting your 401k or something. You know what I mean? You just, there's no pension. You just no, don't you just work. tell your agent, hey, I'm not accepting anything right now. That's all. And then all of those other things will go to Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he says uh, no social media, no reading scripts. Yeah. Going around. That's pretty cool. Cody in Nebraska. Hi, Cody. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time. 510, a semi soft 120. Soft. Best of the weekend. Red Sox taking two out of three from the Yankees. Worst of the weekend, finding out Chris Sale's likely going to miss the rest of the year. All right. Uh, thank you, Cody. Michael in Phoenix. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and the Posse. Uh, I'm calling in because uh, best of the weekend for me was watching the 24-hour Le Mans race, and I've attended it four times in the 80s. We're the same age, so I'm an old guy. Um, but the honorary starter was LeBron James. Yeah. And I'm wondering what the heck, how he ended up over there starting the race. I have no idea. Well, Tom Brady was there too, I think. I think he was... Doing a couple of things. He had uh, he was sitting with uh, Djokovic's wife watching the tennis tournament, the finals, the French Open. And then I think he was he was on a yacht and uh, he was throwing footballs off a yacht to try to hit somebody's drone. <laughs> and then I think he went to uh, Le Mans. Do you think he's shooting a, a I'm being serious. That's a lot of stuff for Tom Brady. Do you think he's shooting some type of show? All these things he's going to. I, I, I was told that Irina Shake was following him around at a party. Uh, she used to, she has a child with Bradley Cooper, oh. famous, uh, famous model, very famous model. And uh, so I was told that she was following Tom. <laughs> to be oh. fair, I would too. So. Yeah. You'd follow Tom? I would, yeah. yeah. Who's hotter? Oh. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.